0: Places I Have Heard Voices Part 7 of 8
1: When I return my sister's car to her, she accepts the keys with her palm up. She's angry, but she's trying not to be. She understands, but she doesn't. (laughs) Renata says that she thought the plan to get some time away was going to include my best friend, who's whose name I cannot recall at the moment. And I nod, and I sit down on her very white couch, and I look at her coffee table with the one piece of tasteful sculpture on it. In the other room, Renata's husband is watching a movie. He's turned it down so as not to disturb us, but it's on just enough to make a show of not listening. He's saying, it's okay to talk honestly. I'm doing something else. I can hear the the movie playing. It's that... It's that James Bond where, uh... Emma Green plays Vesperland. I don't know why I remember that character's name. How was your lamb, she asks. Skewered. One sympathizes, he responds. Their voices are, like, delighted by their own dialogue. You can tell they like having good things to say. I have nothing to say to Renata. I filled up the tank before I parked in her driveway, like I was returning a rental car to the airport. She offers me something to eat, and I agree that I would like something to eat. She did feed me, but I... I I don't remember what it was. Not even the taste of it. Her whole home makes my mouth feel cold. I remember Renata deciding that she and Jack wouldn't have children. It was because she didn't really love the idea of how children mess up your life, which... I understand, but also she said she felt ill-equipped to take care of children who could have certain issues. You know, our family has dealt with addiction, gambling, alcohol. Jack's father was institutionalized for, for having a nervous breakdown in his 50s. So, they were afraid of their own genes fucking up a kid. I also think they just like not having to wake up early. Renata leaves a lot of space in the air as she talks to me, room for me to speak or not. She's being thoughtful. She's younger than me, but she has always acted like my older sister. She and her husband live this Spartan life. Lots of white space on the walls, almost no messes, good savings for retirement, like This little whirring machine of competence and agreement. They, 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 they talk things out, they cook each other dinner. They both work in fields they find rewarding. He's gotten fatter, but... But it suits him and makes him look like an adult. She's... Sparkling and understanding. They make me feel awful. Awful. And they know it. And they're even really thoughtful about that. A word of advice for those of you listening, who are handling life well. The kindest thing you can do is let the rest of us hate you a little. It's the only thing that really helps.
0: Places I Have Heard Voices is performed by Moira Stone and directed by Jesse D. Hill. Sound design and production by Sean Elias Reyes. Places I Have Heard Voices is written by Matthew Freeman. This is a theater accident production.